0: Shut up, and sit down. This week, It's time
1: for us to say no! We are not going backwards, we're going forward into a brighter future!
0: It's the moment you've all been waiting for. Americans head to the polling booths after what has been a torturous election campaign. This is a good time to make an important
1: public service
0: announcement. The seven-day brew starts now. Once every four years, the eyes of the world descend upon America and so do their years too. And what they have been hearing is not all that nice.
1: You can put... Half of Trump's supporters into what I call the basket of deplorables. Uh, But what we want to do is to replenish the Social Security Trust Fund.
0: But amongst the most puzzling of things I've seen this election cycle is the Clinton email scandal. The American people are sick and tired of hearing about your damn emails. Well, thank you, Mr. Sanders. I could not seem to understand the fuss over Hillary Clinton's use of a private email server, Sure, there might be a few issues here and there. One, that confidential emails leaked through her security system posed a national security risk. But that seems to be more of an administrative issue than criminal at times. Two, that she abused her position in the administration for personal gain, to which I ask who doesn't. But if progress and a public good emanated from that, are we too caught up in the issues of law rather than those of the state? So I headed off to meet a friend who has followed the email scandal with much more fervor than I ever had to find out more.
1: Doors are closing.
0: <laughs> his name is Chris, and amongst his many obscure obsessions is the email scandal. Please. Please mind the platform gap. Hey, hello, brother. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Come <laughs> so here we are in the middle of the central business district, in the middle of a coffee house, and most definitely sitting, and most definitely sitting, in the middle of millions of emails flying above our heads. But before we begin our chat on the substantive issues of the latest developments in the email scandal, perhaps you could bring us up to speed on the email scandal and what it is all about.
1: it all concerns her use of the private email server to conduct government business while she was the Secretary of State So the concern that you know, there is a blatant disregard of the protocol to transmit uh, confidential information, especially with regards to uh, matters of national security so on many occasions, throughout her campaign, Clinton has stated on the record that she did not send nor receive confidential information via her private email server. But in the, the conclusions by the FBI investigation in July, you know, it stated very clearly that there is actually a classified material that, that is being sent and received by her. But in the conclusion, James Comey, the FBI Director, stated very clearly, and I quote, you know no reasonable prosecutor would bring such a case, citing that there is no evidence to support clearly intentional and willful mishandling of classified information. So with that, you know, we all considered the case closed. Even though there is all the political damage being done on on the outset, but still, you know, the conclusion found that, you know, there is no case here. However, you know, in then October, as you would know, came about this sudden Letter to Congress by, by Comey informing Congress that you know, they are reopening investigations because new evidence has been found on a totally unrelated incident concerning Anthony Weiner. So that is where we are at right now.
0: Okay, well, certainly there is more to it than just the emails. Politics also is part of the equation. Uh, how does Comey fit into this election cycle and the relationship between the FBI and politics?
1: So what we see now is Comey has become public enemy number one. You know, during the July conclusion of the investigation, when Republicans were on his back, you know, citing that, you know, oh, there is some foul play here, you know, the FBI is supporting Clinton, finding that there is no criminal charges to be brought against her. Now, with this recent announcement of reopening of investigation, the Democrats are now at his back, you know, citing why is there a need to, to reopen the investigation? Is this just evidence of politicizing the entire scandal and causing great impact on the election cycle. So I think what is important to bear in mind here that you know, Comey in July, he made a very strong statement to note that the FBI stays above political interests and it does its best to execute its mandate according to law. So it, it's about fact-finding, it's about finding out you know, according to the law whether there are evidence to support criminal charges against Clinton. And I see this recent announcement in October as an action to preempt a leak. If there were to be a leak of this new evidence being found and to cast reasonable doubt as to the conclusions in July, then definitely the public would think there is a cover-up. And this would not just affect the campaign election very seriously, but it also affects the strength, the trustworthiness, the credibility of the FBI.
0: Well up to this point we have discussed the issue of legality of Clinton's uh, actions as Secretary of State, but is it, isn't there or shouldn't there be more concern over the ethical implications of her actions?
1: I think on the matter of legality, based on my own speculation, uh, I do not think that the new evidence would be able to show intent in terms of uh, Clinton's mishandling of, of classified information. Um, so I do not think that there will be any criminal charges on that count. But I think it's interesting to note that you know, with this new evidence there might be charges of her committing perjury and obstruction of justice which strangely enough are the kind of charges that are brought against her husband Bill Clinton when he was impeached. If during her you know, testimony to FBI she's she's found to be lying, it would bring about serious criminal charges. It's definitely less ambiguous legally speaking. But I think, I mean, you brought up a, a good point in terms of the ethical and the moral grounds here. I mean, to be honest, I don't think both candidates are running on any kind of moral capital. They've been in public scene for, for years, and they all have you know, various kind of scandals to their record. I don't think they have any kind of stellar reputation you know, that they are to be affected. I think what matters more here is the, the rule of law, that they must be held accountable, and they're found to be committing illegal actions they must be brought to justice and if Clinton was to win the election this scandal will taint her throughout the beginning of her administration and that means her first hundred days which are arguably arguably the most productive of any administration she'll be caught up with trying to fend off threats from Republicans threatening her with impeachment rather than actually being able to put in effort to carry out her agenda that she promised throughout her campaign
0: So let's just say that no criminal breaches are found. There's no case for a charge of abuse of power, and, and in fact, there has been no harm caused to national security. Should this be still an important issue as it is today?
1: I think it is. I mean, first, uh, we do not have, we're, not, we're not involved in investigation. It is certainly very difficult to measure the extent or to, or to point to any accident and say oh it's the result of, of Clinton you know, using her private email server. Uh, I, think it's, 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 I think the FBI has definitely done its due diligence to try and find out what's the extent of the damage here and it's all, it all boils down to intent, Clinton's intent as to whether she was deliberately, she mishandled the information There was a malicious intent to try and damage or sabotage uh, whatever operations. And I think if they cannot find the intent, then there are certainly no charges. And I think Comey has stated very clearly, yes, there is a breach of administrative protocol and if she was still, you know, as Secretary of State, she would definitely face sanction due to her carelessness of of handling classified material, as do we all. If you mishandle classified information like that, for sure there'll be a penalty. But whether it's criminal or not, I think it's a whole new question and it really depends on the laws that are written here.
0: So with the emails, the scandals, and the campaign, what will we wake up to on November 9th?
1: I think in the, in Comey's report, in his conclusion, he made a very clear statement that opinions are irrelevant and only facts matter. And you'll come to note that this is of obvious contrast with how the elections play out, where the facts don't matter and only opinion matters. Because that's how you decide your vote. Early voting has already started in some states. Much like other observers, um, they also agree that the damage is already done. Uh, Whatever this new announcement may be, it's not turning up any kind of new narrative. Same with Trump. It presents nothing new. It's what we already know about the two candidates. The most recent polls put her at barely uh, uh, 2% above Trump. Um, Those chances are, are good. And I think the recent drop might in fact be a good thing because it will motivate her supporters to go out and vote for her. And I think voter turnout, it's traditionally voter turnout has always been a very good indicator of the success of Democrats in the election.
0: In this week's Bulletin, hold on to your seats because the president is not the only thing that is going to be decided on election day. The legalisation of marijuana is on the ballot in nine states across the US. Voters will decide whether to legalise recreational marijuana in Arizona, California, Maine, Massachusetts and Nevada, while medical marijuana is on the ballot in Arkansas, Florida, Montana and North Dakota. Beyond the business opportunities and tax revenues from regulation, the legalisation of pot is seen as a step towards reducing the incarceration rates for non-violent crimes. In tech news, virtually everyone is excited about this latest release. Virtually because Google is set to release its new virtual reality headset, the Daydream View, on Thursday, November 10th. The VR headset works with daydream-ready phones, such as Google's new Pixel phone released last month. Closer to home, Christmas comes earlier and earlier each year and the Orchard Road Christmas Light Up will come alive on Sunday, November 12th. That's right. The road between Scotts Road and Biddeford Road will be closed between 3pm and 11pm on Sunday as retailers hope to rein in shoppers ahead of the festive shopping season. And one key feature this year, of course, uh, I hope, will be better fire safety measures that's all for this week thank you once again for joining me on the 7 Day Brew if you had liked what you heard and are looking forward to more you can subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes and keep up to date via my blog at ernestpui at wordpress.com the best way that you can say thank you is to share this podcast with your friends and if you have a story that you want told share it with me in the comments below or send me a mail at 7daybrew at gmail.com Until the next brew, I'm Ernest Foy.